Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fancy tools and analysis on the entire internet, the projections for the 2021-2022 season are out on hashtag basketball right now. You can get them for free. Go there right now. Hashtag basketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. And joining me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, my question is, are you going after Joey for these projections? You know, I haven't, I haven't given them a full on look yet so i'm not yet gonna go after joy for these projections yet but uh, i'm already i'm already i, I already have a, a, some disagreements i would say oh i feel like you probably hate these projections in many ways shapes and forms why would i hate them i, I they're pretty good projections oh, in fact i think well they're they're fantastic but he ranked your man jimmy butler outside the top 20 i figured those were fighting words alone well that's insulting um zach levine at 25 is uh, under chris steps for Zingas is also insulting um well now let's let's mention these are not rankings that's true these, these, These are, are per game projections, which are different than rankings. And to really, if you were going to use fair. these, if you were going to use these for your draft, you would switch it to totals. You would yeah. not leave it on per game. You'd switch it to totals. Now, if you go to totals, right now, Jimmy Butler really doesn't move, but Chris Porzingis drops from ahead to behind all the way down to 38th, you know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta know what you're what you're looking at, what you're reading. Um, if you would be using these for any kind of draft, you would have to switch it to totals and then look at the list and you can go from there. And these also aren't rankings in the sense that this is just what Joey is projecting to happen. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's where he would draft these players. Absolutely. That's exactly what, what this is. This is a starting point we talk about this all the time um I, we don't really do straight ratings here on watching the boxes uh we do kind of a tiered system where we have our our top tiers and then we have our plateaus because when you look at the, like the value the individual value uh if you're a big nerd the z scores and all the other things that uh, go into um, looking at you taking you take the projections right and you see how valuable a player is you have your top guys but then you know, come 45, 50, um, down to 75, all those guys are pretty interchangeable. Maybe some of them get more blocks, some get more threes, some get more rebounds, but they're all fairly the same value. That doesn't do, you know, like interchanging them doesn't really do anything. Like the 70th ranked player and the 50th ranked player have like a point, you know, four steal difference potentially but how they fit into your team is the most important thing. How you draft in those plateau plateau regions really are determined by your, how you rank your tiers and how you rank your top tiers and who you think is more valuable. That's how we kind of approach drafts and rankings here. And we're going to have an episode all about that, Tyler, but these, um, these projections from hashtag basketball are a great starting point. And I would suggest everybody go out there and check them out. Yeah, and I, I like the boldness on some calls, and you can really tell that there are some guys that Joey likes to take a, a fairly big step forward, and 
some guys that he doesn't. And so that's, um, that's always what you want to see in projections. You want, you want someone to, you know, give their opinion. Absolutely. You want some personal flair on that. If you, you know, disagree with that, that's also fine. Like there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, though looking at these projections, looking at where the uh, players on the Cleveland Cavaliers rank the very first player on this Cleveland Cavaliers team is all the way down here at 64, but it is one of my favorite Cavaliers. Um, in fact, I think he's due for a little bit better of a season than these projections uh, state here. And I'm talking about Darius Garland. I think Darius Garland is one of the um, uh, watching the box's favorite young players. The Cavaliers um, bringing in Lowry Market and good for you. Congratulations. Ricky Rubio uh, re-signing Jared Allen. And moved out on Larry Ness Jr., a uh, fantasy, uh, you know, kind of like streaming darling. Um, and um, shout out Matthew Delavadova, the Australian stallion, going back to Melbourne. Melbourne, Melbourne, I can't do it. I'm sorry, Australian people. Um, and then they drafted Evan Mobley, who is likely to play a factor on this dude. So let, yes. let's, where do you want to start, Tyler? Well, let's do. Do we start with the headache, or do we just start with Darius Garland and go get to? Let's the start headache? with Darius Garland. Darius Garland, really good. Darius Garland took a massive step forward. Darius Garland probably going to take another nice little step forward. Um, Darius Garland, though, for me, I think is going to be a where is Darius Garland getting picked type player. I think in a lot of casual leagues, I don't think you're going to see a lot of Darius Garland hype. But the kid, I mean, he's he's 21 years old. Um, he averaged 17 points, six three, six rebounds, or excuse me, six assists, um, and a steal over a steal a game, and two three pointers. There's a lot of places he can improve getting more rebounds, maybe, uh, you know, shooting a little bit better, better percentage, hitting more threes, shooting more threes, a lot of places where he could improve here and there. And, and a point guard that can get you more than six assists a game is someone you want to be looking at. Um, I would say around that, that top 50, I know there's holes in his game uh, where he might not end up in the top 50, but it's hard to overlook a starting point guard who is that young, who has improved this quickly um, outside of the top 50. Yeah. So he finished 85th last year in early Yahoo, which I still am not sure we should be looking at these, but I will tell you that he's going 76.9, which I think is a nice little value. But if he's, if I have to pick him inside the top 50, I, I think I'm going to find some guys that I like a little bit more than him. And just because I don't see, I don't see much ceiling above 50. You know, I don't know. He he looked really good. I watched, I watched some Cavs games last year. Um, And I, I I don't know if there's a young player in that class that I think could have a nice little breakout season. It's him. And since I don't have to pay for him, according to where mock drafts are already placing him. Great. I, uh, so getting him like, I, I'm probably going to have Darius Garland on a lot of teams. 
Oh, well, if he's going at 76, I might have him on every team. <laughs> exactly. Yes. By the end, if he gets the hype and, and maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I mean, we can go back and forth on that. It doesn't, but young, he has all the, the makings of a hype player, right? Someone who gets on everyone's sleeper list and then he's going in the top 50 by the yeah. end of the draft season. If he's going in the top 50, just look at some of those point guards right in that area and go like, would you rather? And I think I would, I think I would rather have some of those other guys like the Mike Conley's and types, just because like, I know exactly what Mike Conley's going to do. I know exactly what Lonzo ball is going to do for the most part. That's fair. I'd probably rather have Mike Conley. I'd, I'd definitely rather have Lomelo ball. Um, I'd rather have Darius Garland than Colin Sexton then, though. Oh yeah. Well, and Colin Sexton is kind of a, one, two, two trick pony, maybe three yeah, trick pony. But those tricks are pretty good. I mean, you're looking at a guy who's going outside the top 50, um, pro- maybe even outside the top 60. He's going to get you 24 points a game. He's actually going just below Darius Garland and Yahoo 70, 76.9 and Sexton 77.5 ADP. Very interesting. Last season, uh, Colin Sexton on average finishing 65th overall. Um, the just it's very mediocre rebounds and assists for a guard. One steal is mediocre. It's, it's, it's fine. Less than two, three pointers a game sucks now, like one and 1. 1.6. That's not good. Um, the points is what you're picking him for. And I feel like he's in that plateau region that I talked about. And if you're looking to, you know, be first in points or not be last in points, this is a pretty good pick in the sixth or seventh round, like maybe seventh round. I, I don't think I would take him in the sixth round. I think I could find somebody. In the seventh round, yeah. And he's probably the highest score left in the seventh round. Oh, certainly, which means potentially you have to take him at the end of the sixth instead of the seventh because someone else is going to be spying that 24 points a game. And there's no real reason why Colin Sexton wouldn't, be close to 24 points a game again this season. This team isn't terribly different. Uh, Kevin Love is not going to be playing, I would assume, most of the most of the year. I don't think Kevin, Kevin Love's going to suit up. I think he's just going to get paid. And uh, shout out to Kevin Love. Keep getting them checks, my man. Should we talk about him? Should we talk about the the other side, the 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 front court here? Well, the problem is not only do they have Kevin Love, who I'm with you. Like, I, I think the plan is just they want to buy Kevin Love out, and Kevin Love just keeps going. No, I'm good. I'll have my 60 million. Yeah. Why? Why the hell would you want to? Like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, and I think the plan is going to basically just be like, we're not going to play you even if you're healthy, which is fine. Whatever. Well, if you recall, but- Kevin Love got brought onto the USA team and was there for about a day, and they're like, this guy's washed see ya and send him right the hell out of there well let's not get into that but anyways um this team just made some strange moves to me that you would draft a guy yep in the top three who's a big man and probably eventually a five but probably more of a four at this point just because he's kind of skinny and but regardless, then you sign Jared Allen for a hundred million dollars over the next five years, which oh, seems high. I like Jared Allen. So do I. But like, what center's getting twenty million a year now? That's not Giannis or 
You know what I mean? Like there's no center doing not shooting threes. <laughs> not yeah, not shooting any threes. Car Anthony Towns. Like all of these other else. centers are getting like if they're getting the mid-level, they're doing well for themselves. Yeah. And then we hand out 20 million to him. And then on top of that, we hand out this massive deal to Lori Markinen to take more minutes away from the guy you just picked third overall. I'm perfectly fine with, you know, this is, you know, uh, uh, just another example of poor, poor front office, poor management. I'm fine with Dan Gilbert wasting his money. We should, um, every person, not just in Cleveland, but in America should rise up and go to Dan Gilbert's house and take all his shit, take all his money. Um, and, um, I, I can't go on with what I would, I think we should do to Dan Gilbert. Um, cause I don't want people showing up to my house to ask me questions, Tyler. Dale G- Gilbert is a piece of shit. So if he wants to waste all his money on mediocre players, that's cool with me. It's just a, a tiny bit of comeuppance, uh, for a person who's due a lot of comeuppance, but when it comes to fantasy, what the shit am I going to do with this rotation? You got Jared Allen, who is fairly, I, I like Jared Allen. I wish he would get more minutes. He's not really, it's, he's like a first plateau player at best in, if he's going to play only, you know, 29, 30 minutes. We all know Lowry Markkinen. He's like, Lowry Markkinen had a really bad season last year. He's going to definitely play more minutes. We saw him play like 30, 30, 132 in seasons past and he was a pretty decent player but also he's not a top 50 player and then you got evan mobley who could theoretically in the long term and maybe even in the short term be kind of a standout player but he's not a top 50 player if he's going to play 28 minutes i don't know what to do with any of these guys so Mobley, I can tell you, is being drafted 81.8 in Yahoo oh, League. Give me a fucking break, guys. Um, all right. Do I do we need to go over this again about the rookies? We haven't really got into uh, you know, the rookies being on these teams. This might be one of the first big so, rookies we're talking about. What what's your take on Evan Mobley? Uh gonna be good. Big men take a while. It's probably not gonna be this year that he's to stand out. I'm definitely not drafting him at 81.8. Hell no. I don't even think I drafted him inside the top 100. In a me only draft, he's going outside the top 100. He's a, a second to last, a last pick to just go, ah, maybe something here. Yeah, eh, screw it. Because the Cleveland kind of years, the Cavs are going to be bad. They're going to be really, really bad. They did pick up Ricky Rubio, and Ricky Rubio played 26 minutes a game last season. I'm not too worried about him eating into Darius Garland or Sexton's minutes. They need someone to play those back in minutes, right? I'm not worried about that. Out of the next three guys, you know, Jared Allen, Larry Markin, Evan Mobley. Certainly not taking Mobley in the top 100. I think Larry Markin actually might be get the most minutes out of those three players. You want to know who has the highest ADP on the Cavs and Yahoo Leagues? This surprised me. It's Jared it's Allen. 70.5. I think that's some leftover. That's some leftover fantasy buzz because you got to assume the guys hanging around and uh, who are drafting right now anyway are kind of like, you know, fantasy geeks. If you're doing mock drafts right now, you're a fantasy geek. Um, Jared, Jared Allen got a lot of buzz in Brooklyn. He is very young. He's 23. He could easily imp- improve. And if Kevin Love's not going to play, 
he is the center on this team. So, you know, that still feels high. Because what's what's his ceiling, Tyler? What's Jared Allen's ceiling? 70. <laughs> like, yeah, like 15 points. No, not on this team. You just mentioned it like Garland's going to score, Sexton's going to score, Markin's going to score. Yeah. A block and a half? 1.8 blocks maybe? Is that is that his, like, I'm talking about ceiling, ceiling. Maybe he, he just has a leap this year and he plays 32, 33 minutes a game. Like, he just, he stays on the the court, he's healthy, and they need him to do a little bit more. I'm always... What's his ceiling? I'm always hesitant to predict more blocks just because I think more blocks often comes with more fouls. Yes. Now he's so only like, averaging 1.5 fouls last season. Yeah, but still, like, even in 30 minutes, 32 minutes, it's probably like 1.5. Like, he's just not going to block sure. him any more shots because the more crazy you try to go for blocks, this is like all the diminishing returns for it. And I think he's figured it out now. Like, I'm just going to block one and a half shots a game and not foul All right, so i can stay on the court let's play the game let's play the game tyler you got jared jared allen's on the board right do you want jared allen or do you want al horford we're now right into it with just one that's that's difficult to, to figure out the problem with horford is i'm not sure how many minutes horford's gonna play that's fair uh but i i think i want al horford unless i need the blocks I'm leaning Al Horford. Do you want Jaron Jackson Jr. or do you want Jared Allen? Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. may be the one player I have no idea what to do with, but I, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. just because he's got a lot higher ceiling. All right. All right. Here we, um, Jared Allen or the, 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 P.J. Washington. Give me Jared Allen there. Just, I, okay. I don't know. I never know what Charlotte's going to do with the minutes there. I think that's fair. Jared Allen. PJ Washington did finish higher last year for the record that's, than Jared Allen. That is true. Just barely. Jared Allen or Chris Bouchard. <sighs> give me Jared Allen. Oh, give me Chris Bouchard. Uh, Chris Bouchard actually gets the blocks, right? Like it's, uh, it's in it, Jared Allen is going like in 32 minutes is going to be good, right? He's going to get really solid blocks, really solid rebounds. He's going to score a little bit. He's not going to do anything else. So he's like a really mediocre old school center who in these, this day and age with no threes puts you pretty far down. Cause you don't, you don't have the outstanding rebounds. You don't have the outstanding blocks to keep you floating up there into, and especially in a head to head league. Uh, the last one I'll ask, Tyler, Jared Allen or Lori Marketing? Man, you watched a lot of the Bulls last year. How much of Lori Markkinen's bad year was the circumstance and the situation and how much of it was maybe Lori Markkinen just taking a step back? Um, it's hard. It's hard to say because really Jim Boylan was such a piece of shit those years um, I think all the players soured on playing in Chicago completely, right? And Laurie Morgan thinks he's hot shit. Um, he did not play that well. He didn't play within the system. And I can't – I don't know. I think he might have checked out a little bit. So he's, he's getting some buzz. Like, he's going 94th in ADP yeah. in, these, in these Yahoo leagues. 
Like mm. he finished 149th. He wasn't even a freaking standing league player. And like, but I he guess only he has paid about in the past. 26, he only paid 26 minutes a game last year. Yeah, but you have the freaking third overall pick on this team. Like, at what point when the Cavaliers are losing every goddamn game, are they not just playing Evan Mobley in that spot? Well, the question is, is Patrick like? Are we have? Are we to have ourselves? Did they pay Lowry marketing just to have him re-experience what it was like to get superseded by Patrick Williams? The same exact thing. Evan Mobley's going to show up and just supersede him. Well, and just, it's like. I, I don't see any way that that doesn't make sense by the end of the season because at, at 24, Laurie Markin can still get better. But like, I think we know what Laurie Markin is at this point. Like, he's good. He can shoot. He can he's score. Got lot, he's got a lot of good skills. But like, how much more development can Laurie Markin do? Like, he's not going to be a great defender ever. I, so like, he's still pretty young. Yeah, but I, okay. I, I guess this is my point. You have two guys that both need minutes, the same position you can develop Laurie marketing, or you can develop the 20 year old guy. You just picked third overall. At some point you're going to want that 20 year old guy. Especially when you're already out of the race. So I just don't know how many minutes Laurie marketing is going to get toward the end of the season. Like if we're going to play Evan Mobley, 30 minutes a game. And I guess maybe the thing is, they're just going to play those three big men. They're going to do the old school Lakers, right? With Lamar Odom, where they just like, yeah, Lamar Odom's the sixth man or whatever, but he still gets 30 minutes because we literally play three big men and that's it. Potentially, but there's no one else on this damn team, right? So like Larry Markin playing 30, 31 minutes a game is very reasonable. And if he's given a bigger role in the offense, which they need someone other than Colin Sexton, Darius Garland to take shots, um, He's going to be the one to take shots in, the, in that second year when he took 15 shots a game. Uh, he played 32 minutes per game. He was um, 18 and nine, um, but half a steal, half a block, and um, two three pointers. So it's not like his ceiling's that crazy. Like his yeah, ceiling well, isn't, that's... his ceiling's like 50, 60 range at this point. Well, and is it even that high? Like if you're getting me, that's his pure ceiling. His top ceiling. And half a block. Like you can basically just piss off in both those categories, not helping me much at all. And with Jared Allen there, like, what are the rebounds? Are they nine? Are they seven? They're probably more like seven. Yeah. They're definitely less than nine. So again, if you're telling me it's, I guess the question is, how much does he score? If it's 18, then yeah, okay, he can be like 50, 60. If it's like 15, though, he's barely inside the top 100. So again, you're picking at a guy at just inside the top 100 that's maybe destined to finish just inside the top. Inside the, yeah, and I think that's kind of where I'm headed at is that likely in a good case scenario, not in a likely case scenario, in a good case scenario, you're talking about a guy who's going to be like 80, 80, 90 range. If you want to pay full price for Larry Marketing and he fits, yeah, your, te- and he fits, guess. If fits guess. your team, go right ahead. I don't want to pay full price for Larry Marketing, especially after last year, especially with Evan Mobley hanging out in the background, especially when the Cavaliers are going to be shit. Yeah. I'm I, at, at that price, I'm just kind of out on Larry Marketing. Like nothing against Larry Marketing. I think, no, not at all. I hope he's he, a good player. Just like, I hope he smokes everybody. I hope he's fucking awesome in, in Cleveland. Dude, wouldn't it be weird? This is why I, I root for this every year, I think. And anyway, not as an adversary as I would be Cleveland. Just some team that everyone thinks is going to be shit to do good. 
I love that. It's my favorite thing. I love just watching them and laughing when they're beating good teams. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, I like that too. Uh, if you go to the hash of basketball projections, Larry Market in 154, only projected 27 minutes. Um, that's also very reasonable. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, if I'm taking a shot on someone in that range, like, I just think I'll have Kyle Anderson or Marcus Smart, who are like going right there by yeah. him, like over Larry Market, and like, well, just give me some other guys. How about this? If you're taking a shot on somebody in this team, you know, let's say Jared Allen. We see Jared Allen's going uh, fairly high. Um, if you got to take a shot with one of your last two picks on Evan Mobley or Larry Marketing, I, I feel like I'd rather take a shot on Evan Mobley. Yeah, because I, I like I said, I know what Evan Mo, I know what Laurie Marketing is. I don't know what Evan Mobley yeah. is going to be. Unless I desperately but, needed like a a forward who can hit threes and score, which would be kind of a weird scenario. I, you know, I, I could just go get like I don't know Joe Harris. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's actually um, going to hit three threes? Yeah, um, yeah. I just don't really see the scenario of me drafting Laurie Marketing in a standard league, not a no. deeper league. Okay, I might, I might find a spot oh, sure. to. To grab some more marketing. Yeah. Feel okay about it. All right, Tyler. Is there anyone else on this team that we, we need to talk about? I mean, Rick, your boy Ricky Rubio is hanging out. I mean, assist streamer there, probably. Yeah, always, always an assist streamer. The question is, underrated. and this is a guy I think they've got to give minutes to. Now, my question is, what the hell is he? Is Isaac Okoro. He's their first round pick from 2020 draft. And they don't really have a lot of wings here, right? No. So... But- We've seen a we've seen a Coro play, right? If if if, if you gave a Coro thirty eight minutes a night, would he scrape the top one fifty? Producing what he did last year, no. But again, this is a twenty, not even twenty one year old guy yet. So that's fair. Can he take a Colin Sexton type leap? Well, here's my here's my issue, and this is what I always I always put it down. I go to the game log and I say. Did Isaac Okoro have a holy shit game that I'm like, man, this guy's got some potential. This guy could be super wild in the future. Like he could be just fucking stellar in the future. And down the stretch when he was playing 36, 35 minutes a game, 42 minutes a game, there was one game where he was 22 and 10 with four assists and a and three three-pointers he did have in and was that an exciting just, game uh, for no, some reason he played every goddamn really. minute against the suns once and had 32 points and six assists cool that's weird he literally played 47 minutes and nine seconds yeah it looks like the guy's got some potential to score but once again what else is he doing well, he he profiled as a strong defender, and a lot of people were a little surprised that he got picked where he did because the offense was kind of the thing that was supposed to be the the work in progress. So, I guess it's just a name that like I might throw a last round pick on him in a deeper league, just going like, well, at least he's got the potential the minutes to are there. be something, and he's going to play. Yeah, and the so, minutes are there, and that's super. That's very fair. Um, a deeper league, certainly, he should be rostered in a deeper league. I, I doubt he's, he's going to be real. I know uh, he's young. This is, but. this is the guy. This is the type of guy, though, that you put on the Comic and watch list. You know, you know Comic always talks about this. Like, he just got all these players on the watch list, like the first week. Yeah. This is the guy I would put on there because he's young. He was a top pick. He's definitely going to get the minutes. Good stats, bad team. Right. Yeah. Just, just put him on the watch list. 
see the look, take a peep at those first couple games. If there's something sexy there, maybe pick them up, try to hold on to them for a little bit. If he starts not playing that well, just cut them anyways. Like, yeah, the, I guess the potential is there. I think that is fair to say. Keep an eye on anybody who's playing over 30 minutes a game. Yeah, and just anyone that's young with potential, right? Like, yeah. Darius Garland had a shitty rookie season and then popped. And now we liked Garland more than we liked Okoro coming out of the draft. Like, I'll give you that point. But, like, he wouldn't be the first person to take a pretty big leap in the second season, I guess is my only point. And I'm not, I'm not drafting him as my last-round pick or, like, getting excited about him, but it's somebody I'm keeping an eye on for sure. I think that's pretty fair. Tyler, I think that's it for the Cavs. Where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, please rate, review us, or subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you want to see my ugly face, mock drafting after Labor Day, go to twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. I'll be doing some live mock drafts, or you can just watch the ones I've already done. If you want to hang out and chat, I would love that. That'd be really cool. I'd appreciate that interacting with the fans and the listeners out there is really cool. It's it's always exciting to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time.